Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. For over 45 years. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Happy New Year. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. January 2nd. Does it feel much different than December 30th? Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah. Really? Why? Well, because there was a lot of football games played. A lot of and, games, you're right. Yeah. But that could have been any weekend, or, or that could be any year. But for, for your personal life, does today feel different than last Thursday or Friday did? Yeah, because I, I also, and explain to me, they spend so many hours promoting, oh, you got to watch... Uh, Dick Clark's uh, New Year's Eve bash, or what do they call it? Mm, yeah. And um, so I'm, I'm kind of watching other things, thinking, <gasps> "You watch? I'm that? awake. I'm going to watch the old ball drop." Wow. Okay, I missed. Okay, it. at a quarter till twelve Central Standard oh, it's too Time. Late. Yeah, I'm too late. Yeah. Uh, how yeah, can, are, how can you celebrate? How can you celebrate the dropping of the ball when it's still an hour away from where you live? Well, you know, what you could have done is watch them, the ball drop in Australia. It's about, what, 14 hours? 14, 16 hours, hours yeah. Yeah, four hours. Yeah, well, you just have to figure that out. They're on Eastern time, Randy. Well, That's why it drops at 11 o'clock our time. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to worry about it next year. I'm not. I mean, I didn't if, worry about it this no, year. No, I'm not going to worry about it next yeah. year. So no, but the games were good. They were compelling. Gosh, so much has happened. Arkansas's basketball team had a really, wow. really good performance uh, on Saturday against uh, a team that was picked ahead of them. You know, it's funny. I just looked at John at uh, Joe Lenardi's uh, bracket. Arkansas's win didn't help him at all. He not only doesn't have them in the 68 team bracket, he doesn't have them among the first eight teams out. He doesn't have him in the top 76. So we'll see. Now, Auburn, he's got as a fifth seed. Arkansas plays Auburn Saturday. Good chance to make some inroads. And uh, certainly we'll see on that. And with Keon Minifield playing like he has recently, this this could be a big difference in the team. And then, of course, yesterday, and I said this on David's and, and Roger's show this morning, <clears throat> this is just my opinion. They disagreed with me. You can disagree with me. I thought yesterday's two games made a compelling case for a four-team, not a 12-team playoff. Because you're going to get... Okay, there, there are so many things involved. Number one, those, two te- those four teams, had they won their first-round games, would have been playing their second games of the playoff, not their first. Number two, are you, are you going to get better games than that? You're diluting the field, and yeah, you could say Ole Miss or Missouri or uh, Georgia could have, could have gotten in the tournament, played well. Hey, if Georgia's a five seed, I think they'd have been in the Final Four um, in, in this field, and maybe Florida State if all their players play. But it just was so; those games were so good. It's just hard to imagine. Now you stretch it out instead of two weeks, you're going to be playing for four weeks. I just think that's a little much. What do you think? Uh after that debacle between Georgia and Florida State, yeah, that to me said 
Okay, if you're not really in the final four, if you're not in the final four, what is going to prevent you? Just because you're in this now 12-team playoff, what is still going to prevent guys from jumping into the portal? I think most are jumping into the portal to get a jump on their like competitor at their position so that they can get the next better NIL deal. And what is going to keep the guys who are going to opt out to protect themselves from the injury bug that could happen in a bowl game? What's going to change all that? I'm not sure that just because you're expanding, is it going to make any of those games any better? And I'm talking about the ones that are maybe 6 through 12. Not necessarily the, the top 6. Or maybe well, be that five matter, the top 12. 4. It'd be 5 through 12 because the first 4 are going to get a bye. 5 through 12 play. Now, if you're, in the, if you're in the playoff, I think your players play. If Florida State had been in the playoff, I think their players would have played. Uh, and the thing they, they could do is extend the transfer portal or change the dates say from uh, make it December 20th or 25th or whatever and uh, go to January. No, just, just open it up after yeah, after the, the finals, games. the yeah, championship that, next next Monday. Right. It begins that, that next would, Monday. That Well, the problem is especially School if School starts. Uh, yeah. And are giving they gonna those, have to, right. They're going to have to extend the put. When's the championship going to be? February 1st? Well, no, it's <laughs> next Monday night. No, this Monday night it is, but I'm talking about when you go to four weeks of playoffs. Ah, ah, gotcha. When's the gotcha. championship game going to be? January yeah, 25th, February yeah, 1st? Yeah, It's going to be after the, probably after the second semester has started. So, you know, there's just all kinds of complications here. And then I've heard, uh, I had a friend this morning say, well, just, great, 12-team playoff and eliminate the rest of the Vols. Well, there's a lot of things involved there. Do you penalize players that, say, went on eight, nine-win teams by not playing bowls. Now, they could eliminate six or seven of them. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. The other thing is ESPN is paying enormous dollars for the playoff. They've increased what they're going to pay when they shifted to 12 teams, which is a two-year deal, so there's just two years left on that contract. They own some of the other bowls. Do you think they're going to give up the advertising revenue on those other bowls uh, just because now they're in the playoffs? No, they're not. And so the other bowls, most of them become skeleton bowls. It's, okay, Who's all your underclassmen will play. Maybe you have some freshmen that have been redshirting that play. But it'll be almost like a spring game, to, which I've advocated for years, is have teams play spring games against Division One teams. And yet... Look at what Texas A&M's backup quarterback did. He was the fourth quarterback. Mm-hmm. Threw three passes all year. Threw for 361 yards in that game. They lost. Look at what Tennessee's number two quarterback did. Now, they're projecting him as number one. And isn't it interesting that they talked about the NIL money. They they didn't go, go at length, but talked about how they understood it took quite a bit of NIL money to get him to come to Tennessee from California. So that that's why he's there. But look at the performance he had and against a, a team that's awful offensively, but usually pretty good defensively. And look at LSU's backup quarterback. Guy came in and, you know, leads them to a victory. So that's why you wonder, okay, so Florida State's, they didn't even have their number two quarterback. They scored three points, and Georgia was loaded and beat them. But it also tells you, Ohio State, oh, we didn't have our starting quarterback, really? Neither did Tennessee, neither did LSU, and you scored three points? So it's it's just, there's just a lot. You know, the other, one more point, Randy, and that is, I thought going into the Alabama-Michigan game, think about Michigan's biggest victories all year. Number one's Ohio State. Missouri beat them 17-3. to Number two would be Penn State. Ole Miss beat them easily. Then you'd say number three would be Iowa, because it was the Big Ten championship game. Tennessee thrashed them. I don't think they played Wisconsin. LSU beat Wisconsin. So all the teams that were the best wins for Michigan got crushed by the SEC, and yet they still were able to beat Alabama. Hmm. Well, it was a mix of sometimes 
I mean, at least the LSU game with Wisconsin was competitive. Yeah. Oh, Wisconsin led 14 to nothing. I, tr- I was trying to watch Auburn. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they were off. And then after the game was over, Hugh Freeze admits he was spending so much time on the portal and high school recruiting that he basically kind of ignored his team and only showed up on the last day, kind of like to find out what was going on. What? You know, I understand how critical the, the portal is. I understand high school recruiting, how important it is. Well, what about the responsibility of the kids that you're coaching now? Yeah. And uh, that, that, that to me was not a good take. But it is, yeah. it is the, a byproduct of what the system is creating now. You've got the transfer portal wide open. By the way, it closes today. Yeah. For uh, a while. Till April. Yeah. And uh, then you just basically had wrapped up the early signing period, which was, what, mid-December. So you had that to deal with. You've got bowl preparations. You're trying to recruit the players on your current roster to keep them from leaving. Yeah. So I understand. It, it can get yeah. overwhelming. How much coaching do you actually get to do if you're the head coach anymore because of all the other administrative things that you're basically responsible for? And yeah. you're the general manager, too, by the way. Sure. And in their, in Auburn's instance, they're 6-6. Six and six. That, that game, you know, you want to win, but it's more important that they build their team for next year than focus on this game. So, therefore, yeah, your preparation doesn't get it's what it deserves. And and I've I've thought about this. What if Arkansas had won six games and gotten to a bowl game? You think KJ would have played? I don't think so. Probably not. No. Rocket Rocket wouldn't have played. You know. See what what would Arkansas have gone into that with? Now it would have given them a chance to practice with Jacoby Criswell for a month and get ready for a game. But you know, it's just it's just a whole different deal. And you do wonder if right now the NFL has got it great. Because college football is the NFL's minor league, and it costs the NFL nothing. You gotta, you gotta think that the day may be coming when college football is regional football, and and maybe, you know, we've had this discussion before. Maybe players don't even go to class if they don't want to, uh, and but maybe the NFL has to subsidize some of this. Because the NFL is making billions of dollars, and they're they're just having the time of their lives and getting players that cost them nothing. Whereas you look at Major League Baseball, the players cost them everything. That's where all that's where a lot of their money's involved. Even minor leagues, if you look at the uh, the Travelers or the Naturals, uh, the Seattle Mariners pay the Travelers salaries. The Kansas City Royals play the natural pay the natural salaries. That's their minor leagues. NFL doesn't have to do any of that. By the way, you mentioned Keon Minifield a moment yeah. ago. Moment ago, Boy, was he good? SEC mm. Player of the Week. Yeah, and uh, no surprise there with his 32-point effort. And uh, boy, it looks like a different team right now. Yeah, I realize no adjustments have been made by Bruce Pearl or others, but uh, I got to believe Bruce Pearl will account for Minifield. Oh, have to. And uh, you will see a little different game plan approaching him. But nevertheless, but he's what good. a spark he has been. Yeah, there's going to be game plans for any good player, but that doesn't mean they're not a good player. They can't still hurt you. Oh, no. No, no, and no. So, it means yeah, that way. But I'm, And, and I'm he just... even said this. He said afterwards when he scored 32 points, he said, number one, I didn't know I hit 30 right. until after the game. And number two, I feel like I'm more effective if I'm feeding other people more than me scoring all the time, which means, okay, lock him down and just watch him throw alley-oop passes for dunks, which he made two great ones. Although, Trevon Brazil, how he got to that pass is, you know, the, How about the, the second dunk one? he had, yeah, my yeah. gosh, to, to even catch it and much less dunk it was pretty amazing. Again, it shows his athleticism. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's get started today with nobody oh, who really? is nowhere. Wow. Happy New Man, Year. Man, I appreciate Yeah, happy happy New Year, fellas. Happy I New appreciate Year to you. No. Yes, sir. If you watch the replay of that alley you dunk, it, he comes down, they go to timeout, and he's looking at his elbow <laughs> where he hit his elbow on the rim. Wow. Bringing it down to dunk it. Unbelievable. Uh, I just, um, he, 
He continues to him. He reminds me of Qualls. He just goes mm. up and keeps going up until he yeah. gets, gets the ball no matter where it's at. But Great point. Um, I, I came up with an idea, and I wanted to get y'all to chew on it for a second. Okay. What if we had uh, had NIL, NIL cross buyouts like we do with coaches' salaries? <laughs> you know, you know, you know yeah. Petrino wants to go to Notre Dame. Well, they've got to buy, pay his buyout. Well, why not the same thing with the NIL deal? If our kid's going to transfer Ooh. to Duke, you know, yeah. at the as as we're entering a sea entering you know bowl season, then they should have to have some kind of penalty buyout there in the NIL deal that the kid is not fulfilling to the organization that he committed to. Because wow. his name's on a business, his name's on a product, whatever it is, now it's not now he's not affiliated. So maybe we can if all the coaches and schools can kind of get together, you might get some of the you know, a slowdown on the process of a bidding war, so to speak, on the next quarterback, running back, cornerback left in, you know, prospect from Arkansas going to your school. Nobody. That is a an amazing suggestion. Now it'll never happen, but what a great idea. So if if KJ Jefferson, let's say he made a million this year. I don't know if he did, but if, if he if he did. And Central Florida signs him, they have to pay a million bucks to Arkansas because that's what the NIL was on him. Wouldn't that be fascinating? Well, I guarantee the transfer portal would not be nearly as full, nor would there be schools anxious to... You know, if the guy's a great player, they might do it. But if they had to pay him his NIL when he's coming, and also had to pay the school, that's... that's How about a player to be named later? Well, there's a... Well, there's a, the, the, you take the linebacker that we lost. I mean, that is a significant loss yeah. to the program. Right. Yeah, so... So there is a financial loss to that player actually leaving the program. And what I'm saying, maybe there is a way structurally for the powers that be to get together and go, okay, you can't limit what a, what an American can make in America. Like that's just not – that goes against everything we really stand for. Right. And, and if we're going to consider an 18-year-old an adult for the purpose of going to war, then we can certainly consider him for the purposes of playing football. Right and negotiating a salary for playing football, so you have to build in some kind of safeguard, some kind of guardrail, to keep it from becoming a complete shark-infested water scenario where they're preying on the future of kids that really have an un- unrealized gain, so to speak. So, anyway, I appreciate your time. I Y'all, like God bless you. Keep you. Thank you, nobody. I'd say nobody had a good suggestion for somebody. But it's going nowhere. <laughs> That's right. He didn't hear, hey, you didn't hear me. I wish him a happy new year. You guys yeah. are right on, right? Well, I was concentrating on what he was having to say. No, please, no. <laughs> Let's talk to J.K. J.K., good afternoon. Guys, i tell you what. That last caller, I... I'm right with him. Uh, you know, I think what's really sad is that all the hype that KJ and Rocket got last year and the things that didn't happen. I mean, boy, I tell you what, man, what a what a letdown, man. I, I feel sorry for those guys, and I'm I'll hang up and listen. I don't think it was planned by either one of them. For the oh, season no, no. to certainly play itself out the way that it did, no, uh, you can always debate during the process how things though are being perceived not only among teammates and then whether it be the Razorback Nation or whoever it may be. Uh, and now I use an example: whether it be the cars that you drive, the clothes that you wear, or the jewelry that you wear. Um, it doesn't look like it's all about the University of XYZ. It's all about me and what I can have and what I can acquire. But that's another, again, that's almost like a different, again, subject into itself because 
he got what they got what was what was being offered to him, and yeah. that's what we've always said about America. It's free enterprise. Yeah, now the question is, did they get what was offered them, or did they say this is what it's going to take to keep me? That's that's a good point things. too, and that 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 is all part of the negotiations. On the other hand, yeah, and uh, sometimes you got to make your worth known, and we see it sometimes in business where here's what I'm worth. If you're not willing to pay it, I'll go someplace else that will pay me. So that is a that is another subject again into itself. Let's talk to Brent. Brent, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hope you all had a great holiday before we got on to this note. But uh, I just wanted to call in. I was, uh, kind of made the suggestion the other day on 24-7 Sports. Is, uh, uh, you know, I think that really if you're going after the kids' NIL money, that's not really a lucrative alley. You're not going to get that. That's actually an in- that's supposed to be set up for an individual's own abilities to create their own money. However, what I see that could be a solution for the opt-out situation is that if they tie the scholarship all the way through. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, like, when we agree to a scholarship, that scholarship term limit for whatever particular sports you're playing in, that scholarship lasts all the way through the championship game of that sport. So if it goes all the way through football, for example, if you opt out and choose not to actually continue on and fulfill your contract, then you should be financially liable for the scholarship. That way, universities aren't just wasting money on scholarships because really that's where that's where this gets into is having, if you have zero liability for these kids, then they don't understand how a contract works. I mean, I do contract uh, estimates at, at my work all the time. And if, if I have contractors not do the job, I don't have to pay, you know. Right. So I'm just curious. What are you guys thinking about that direction on on heading, um, taking care of this opt-out situation? Good point. Thank you, Brent. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day at Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC wants to make sure you're getting the service you deserve and your vehicle needs. Choices in sales, service, fair prices, and relationships built on trust is the Wood family promise, and we stand by it. When you purchase a new vehicle from us, the first oil change and inspection is free. Come see us today and experience the Wood family promise. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC in Batesville, just south of the airport, online at StanleyWoodChevrolet.com. We are professional grade. You know I wish that I had cookies too. I wish that I had cookies too. No better value for your buck. Corky's Barbecue. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. And I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. 
Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bankwithsouthern.com. What would you call a city that made $100 million a year off of gambling and prostitution? The FBI called it illegal, but here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, we just called it tourism. Enjoy the story of the great American spa told by the people who lived through it at the award-winning Gangster Museum of America, 510 Central Avenue in Hot Springs, 501-318-1717, or go to TGMOA.com. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We are now joined by Kevin Bohannon. It's not scoop and score. So what is it, Kev? It's around the horn, baby. Around the it's horn. We're season. back at around the horn. Okay. I don't have that here in front of me, so we'll just have to go around the horn. Minus. And the reason why it is around the horn is why? 2024 is here. That means baseball season, preseason. This preseason practice is starting up for colleges. High schools will be getting after it here in the next couple of weeks. And we're 45 days away from the Razorback uh, first pitch against James Madison at Baumwalker Stadium. Hmm. Now, they, they can't start practicing before school starts, though, can they? Or maybe they can. Right. They're working out, yes. yes. Okay. Right. They're working out. They will start their together team practices when school starts. Wow. Well, I have it on good authority that Arkansas pitching is really good. You hearing that? It's really good. And I know we've heard that the last couple of years, and people are probably going to call in and send a message saying, mm-hmm. same story, second verse. But... Guys, this is when you've got three guys that are top three round picks. You're going back to 2007 when you had Nick Schmidt, Jess Todd, and Duke Welker. I mean, that's really wow. what you're looking at in terms of the talent, the major league talent potentially of these young men. It's not just, you know, Hagen Smith, uh, Mason Molina, and Brady Tiger who are going to be the three projected guys. Uh, it's the guys after that, it's Gabe Gakel who came out today number nine in Perfect Games 2026 draft board. And I know, Rick, you love things that are way down in the future. That's two and a half years away. There's two drafts between now and then. That's okay. Hey, if he's rated that high right now and he's here. Yeah, he's not the highest race back. Uh, Ryder Helfrich, the freshman catcher, one of four uh, catchers uh, trying to get playing time this year. He's number five on the list. Gabe Gekko's number nine. Hunter Deep. Wow. Uh, the lefty. Uh, he's going to be one that is in there. Ben Bybee, the sophomore. Then you got guys like Will McIntyre, Gabe Wood are going to be vital bullpen pieces. So, uh, really deep staff that if they can get 12 guys, and I know that's asking a lot, especially when you look the past few years, they've only had about five or six they can rely on. That's the difference between a team that ends 43 and 18 or one that's dogpiling in Omaha at the end of June. All right, we got a couple of callers waiting. You may have been listening, Kevin, all of a sudden. I can't imagine why anyone wants to talk about the <laughs> NIL, the transfer portal, oh, boy. or anything yeah. else that's going on in regards to that particular subject. Let's talk to Johnny. Johnny, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, I was just uh, wondering, if y'all have thought about the fact that the number one college team in America right now is the Michigan Wolverines, and they're coached by a man named Jim Harbaugh. Hmm. Yeah. And the number one team with the best record in the NFL is coached by a man named John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been they brothers both all their brothers. lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. both very good. Pretty remarkable when you think about it. Yeah. 
And do you think John yeah, Harbaugh yeah. and uh, Jim Harbaugh will be coaching against each other next year? I do. I believe that. I think so, too. Probably be better for college football if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably do you, think, do you think Michigan knew the signal for that last play that uh, <laughs> Alabama decided to run last night? Twenty three times. Wrong. They they showed a, a replay of that play from the end zone from behind the play. Yeah. And the the, the snap was low. Yes, yeah, so but was. they took a they took the guard from the right side and pulled him around pulled. to the left yes. side. Yeah. Which and he had nobody in. to block. Yeah. That's right. Nobody the tackle, nobody there. I th- I think if what he happened took was that behind that guard, he'd have scored. The snap, but the snap was low, and the yeah. guy the, the, where the hole was vacated, the Michigan defender came right through, and I'm not sure he had time to react to that. Uh, it, it is yeah, interesting. Uh, you know, you can listen to these guys all the time, and Stephen A. Smith had Paul Feinbaum on, and they were talking about that, and Stephen A. Smith just went into one of his tirades about he's been on ESPN for 12 years, he's been a sports reporter for 30 years, and it's the first time he's ever known the name of the center. Alabama's, Alabama's center, how do you play in game 15 and or 14 for them, and, and you can't get the ball to the quarterback? Because that wasn't the only time. It happened time after time mm-hmm. after time. It happened against well, Oklahoma, which Arkansas is what set up fourth and 31. Oh, yeah, I agree. some problems with that yes. this year. Actually, more the year before last. But, but nonetheless... This is Alabama. They're playing for the Collegiate National Championship, and they can't snap the ball? But their the whole, Rick, the whole line was exposed of Alabama oh, last sure. night. I, I get that, and they still could have won, but that that's just inexplicable. And then it's the last play of the game, the last play of your season, you can't get the ball back to the quarterback. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Uh-huh. Y'all may have talked about this, but I didn't hear it if you did. Um, the fact that Austin Ledbetter has left the uh, baseball program and went to the quarterback room. Yeah. Yep. All right. I think Johnny, let's, let's get Kevin to comment on that. Thank well, you, Johnny. I, I think, Kevin, you can comment on that, but I think he saw what you just talked about. The pitching <laughs> yeah. staff. Yeah. And there, there's some financial things that go into that as well. Uh, guys come in that are projected to get more innings, guess what? They're going to get more money. Yeah. Sometimes, and the way the NIL Collective had worked with the baseball team, and this is the information that I got from the program, they set aside for each player what they would get. And if that money is renewable, just like a scholarship, yeah. and if that money's not there, some kids have to make a decision on what they need to do. So, uh, Austin, in his best interest, thought, hey, let's give this football thing a try. Walk on to the football team. Go get that taken care of. So uh, he had a great career as a quarterback at Bryant. Won state cha- three state championships. He was good on the mound, but he was hurt quite a bit during his baseball career at Bryant. Came in, had some uh, big moments for the Razorbacks, you know, postseason especially. But like you said, Rick, he kind of saw the writing on the wall and Look, he's a third-year guy there. Got some guys coming in that are going to get some more innings. He didn't get quite as many towards the end of last season. So uh, he took what's best for him and going to go try his hand at football. And that is one busy room, I must say, right now. The quarterback room? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, speaking of back to baseball for a moment, well, we never really left it. Is the spring roster, is it set I mean, I know after fall ball, uh, the coaches meet with the players. They go through, here's how we see you fit in. You mentioned uh, some of the NIL collective money set aside for those that uh, work X number of innings or so forth and so on. Is the roster set? Not yet, and it should be here the next week. I do know that there are some guys that will redshirt this year based on injury. Uh, we'll be able to release that next week. So uh, they did have some because they had 50 going into the fall. There's going to be some attrition from that. They can only carry 40. Uh, like, like we said, this is a big recruiting class that they brought in, plus the guys that came in 
from the transfer portal, Jared Spraglock from Richmond and the two guys from Missouri and Ty Wilmsmeyer and Russ Lovitz. So they they have to pare it down a little bit. And you look, <laughs> this team's going to carry four catchers, guys. And That's amazing. You got, yeah, four catchers. You got the, the future, which Coach Van Horn said, Ryder Helfrick. He's probably going to be an everyday player, but it's good for him to get to come in a lot like Casey Opitz when he got to, to you know, get some time back there and build his body up uh, with Grant Cook. So he, he gets to come in, but he's a basket, you know, potentially going to play every day, catch midweek, catch on the weekend. These guys should be fresh at the end of the year. Parker Rowland and Hudson Holt had two of the best falls of anybody on the team. Parker Rowland hit close to 400 on the year. So he was the best defensive catcher down the stretch last season, and it showed the arm, the receiving, the blocking. That's what they ask catchers to do if you can hit at the plus. Uh, Michael Turner, he hit really well two years ago. They didn't have that last season at, uh, behind the plate. So they're going to have plenty of options this year. They're going to be able to mix and match. you got a righty, lefty, you got a switch hitter. So it's really good to have that. And Hudson Polk, the one we haven't talked about, uh, OU transfer, I think he's probably third 3B on the list right now behind Philfrick Rowland and then Hudson White, the Texas Tech transfer, hit really well as a freshman. Uh, All-American, All-Big 12 at Texas Tech. He's coming into his third year, draft eligible. In some draft boards, he's a top 50, top 60 prospect. So uh, Hudson White's going to play. It's just a matter of where. Uh, they're going to have a lot of problems this year, and they're good problems because they're going to have to split innings between guys that can DH, can play a corner, infield spot. So the question is, is this going to be a team that's going to have really good pitching as we expect? But Is it going to be the Gorilla Ball, the the bash, the Suiville Sluggers is the nickname we've had in the past. A team that can hit over 100 home runs. They're not going to be a really fast, athletic team. I think they're going to be, but they, and they won't steal a lot of bases. So it could be back to a lot of gap shots, doubles, and home runs for this team this season. Let's squeeze in uh, Wayne. Wayne, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you for checking my call, Randy. Thanks for calling. Uh, both football games went my way yesterday, so I've got no complaints about that. But what happened Saturday night is a different story. Ooh, Dallas! I, I have watched the Cowboys all year because I love to see them lose. I've hated the Cowboys for 58 years of my life. <laughs> and the reason is because... That's a long time to hate somebody. They had the Good guts grief. to call themselves America's team. They're not my team, and I'm an American. <laughs> but watching that play, Dan Skipper should have slam dunked Micah Parsons into the ground. That's how pissed off I was. And that's all i got to say. Wow. What? <laughs> One of our more unusual calls. <laughs> Golly. Uh, oh. uh, Kevin, being an old official, how did you see that play? You know, it's... It, so, Dan Campbell said, look, we sent three linemen over there to confuse them. Now, if Decker did report, then it's on the officials. But the right side was covered up. Left side wasn't. And it looked like it was a legal play. So, it just goes back to the officials. It's in their hands at that moment whether they can say, okay, 68 did report, but they said he did. So, play nullified. Great play call. I thought it was excellent. You know, Dan Skipper showed back in his days in Arkansas that he could be a versatile guy, so he's kind of the decoy out there. But Dan Campbell said, we sent three linemen to the head official to, quote-unquote, dupe the Cowboys so they can kind of figure out. But they have to let them guys know, the defense know, who's eligible and who's not. So Cowboys should have covered it at the end of the day. And they didn't. And they did. And they're saying it was also an illegal formation. Okay. Drive Time Sports will continue. He gets in the zone each week, courtesy of Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man, Bell & Sword. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. 
Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelison. Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of real country cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our cheese burgers and sweet tea, sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guests and leave as family. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rock and roll sushi. You want the VIP roll. Shrimp tempura, crab stick, cream cheese, Cajun crawfish, baked crab meat, jalapeno spicy mayo, sweet chili, eel sauce, and crunchy flakes. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. Now with five locations in Central Arkansas. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn, thanks to the Wood Family Dealership. And we're also joined by Neil Atkinson, my man from Saracen. Neil, I love it. Okay, I'm I'm looking right now. Well, the, first of all, we got to say Happy New Year. Happy Randy. New it's Year. New Year. I am so happy this New Year to be here. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's okay. I meant to say that, but I was so excited about looking at some of these specials on Bet Saracen that I got carried away. Um, college football playoff national championship game. First touchdown score. Shirt number over, under. Over six and a half, under six and a half. Then you got the That's college the jersey number. That's I love the jersey it. Number, jersey so don't number. Don't forget that one. Yeah, yep. I love it. College football playoff national championship game. First touchdown score shirt number odd or even. Then you've got all kinds of prop specials. Uh, let's see the one that I like: J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix Jr. three plus passing. Touchdowns each plus eleven hundred. What do you think, Kev? Do we go for it? Plus eleven hundred. <laughs> JJ McCarthy, Michael Pennix Jr. If y'all do it. You're gonna break me if y'all do it now. <laughs> hey, I tell, I tell you what, the way the way Washington's defense played, I I would take that. I, I would bet my hundred and get my eleven hundred back. Yeah, wait, wait. I get that ten percent bonus on that, don't I, Neil? 
No, it's not a three-team parlay, my friend. Okay, you know no, that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We've already boosted that. We're just trying to double dip on me, Kevin. Yeah, I love those bonus <laughs> the, those bonuses y'all throw in. That ten percent on a three-team parlay, hit those up all day long, baby. Absolutely. Hey, and also don't forget, we've also got the player props up the week early. Usually, you know, those don't come up until a week before. So if you click on the game itself, you can go down and you can see the uh, SGPs, the halves, the quarters, and the player props are already loaded. There's a lot of menu in there, and there will be even more before the game time comes. We'll be adding more content all through the week for the national championship. All right, Kev, who do you like? Montana, South Dakota State. That is the NCAA Division One FCS Championship. I'm going South Dakota State, and they've got them. Uh, Bet Saracen has them minus 12 and a half with the over under at 49 and a half. Let's go San Diego. I mean, uh, South Dakota State on that one, don't you think, partner? You know, the Jackrabbits, uh, Pierre Strong went there and is now at, went to the New England Patriots from McClellan High School. So, Jackrabbits putting up, looking for them to go fifteen and zero in the year, baby. There you go, there you go. See, that's what you find on Bet Searson, including the double R prop specials. Which Kevin, thankfully, I didn't get my pink slip after this past Saturday night because <laughs> I think I set a record. I had five winners, Neil. By the way, I counted them, unless I'm incorrect. Yep. Five winners. I love yep. it. Yep, that was a good one. So we got Auburn up next. Now we got now we're going into the SEC conference play. So now it's getting serious, folks. So uh, let's have a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. All right, Neil. Man, it's all, we're off to a great roaring start here on. Okay. Well, we 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 did have that. Okay. Um, we're off to a great start. Things are are, are looking positive. Uh, on the home front as well. So great news there. Neil, our prayers continue for you and your family. And uh, we look forward to talking with you tomorrow. That's Neil Atkinson by way of BetSaracen.com or go on the App Store and get it there in the App Store. All right, are you ready? Are, are, are you ready, Kevin? I'm ready. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. I got to move the uh, football one to a little different spot. They were stacked on top of each other. Now, he looked at the first name, said Kevin, and uh, that's when we started off with scoop and score. No, this is Around the Horn. That's right. Uh, We were talking about the roster a few moments ago, and you used the term 40. Has the roster expanded? Has it always been 40? No, they've gone back between 35 and 40 okay. based on COVID, when COVID came up. Right. So uh, that that's what's the way it's been. And they, they said it's 40 this year. I think it'll I think it'll stay around that number. They've been doing it about every year. They'll come in and put an amendment into the roster size uh, and count back. So we should be – so the guys that came in in 20 – we're Caden Wallace and those guys, so they're on the way out. Do you want to account for the guys that were in 19, some of those guys? They're already out. You know, you look at the class of 2022, and you look at there's only Jason Jones is there, Cooper Dossett, Christian Fouch, Parker Cole, Gage Wood, Josh Heineman, uh Jordan Husky, Reese Robinette. There's eight off that list with, Gage Wood contributing, Kristen Fouts, Parker Cool, um, and Jason Jones will compete this year. So uh, five from that class. I think I think they need to keep it around forty because I think they need to change it to twenty scholarships. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. keep, you know uh, everybody else and they've been pushing for this. They finally got the third assistant coach paid. Bobby Wernus is on there. So as as a paid coach and not having to volunteer and make his money off doing lessons and camps during the season. So uh, 
I like this fact now that they got the third assistant coach paid. Now they need to get the scholarship money there. NIL is making up for it anyway. It's just a matter of how much each school gets. So when you're talking about the roster, you don't see, it doesn't seem, Kevin, and maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong quite often. But anyway, uh, we don't see many super seniors, which COVID did create. Uh, is that something that, I guess, by the time you reach super senior, you're 22 or 23, I guess in most cases, if you're not in pro baseball, you probably, your playing days are over. Yeah, look at look at a guy like Will McIntyre. He falls into that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady Slavens did last year. But you don't really have many of those guys right now. Uh, Peyton Holt came out uh, 2019 class, so this would be his last year anyway because you get five years to play four. Uh, plus, he went the JUCO route, went to Crowder after he went to uh, ULM to start, I believe. So uh, you get a red shirt year in there. Uh, Wahiva Aloy, the projected starting starting shortstop, uh, was at Sacramento State last year. This is only his second year. Uh, so guys, you, you don't see those super seniors like you said. Will McIntyre is really the oldest one on the on the block right now. Parker Rowland, Hudson Polk, those are three and four year guys. So. Uh, it's a really good mix of veterans and new guys that come in. You talk Van Horn, Coach Van Horn, talking about the future and Ryder Helfrich behind the plate. Then you got young guys, Jason Jones. It's his only his second year. Wahiba Loy at shortstop, his second year. Reese Robinette, Ty Wade uh, from Texarkana, who hit 13, 14 home runs last year to lead the state of Arkansas. He may redshirt this year. He may not get enough at bats uh, where they want to use his redshirt that way. Uh, but he's going to have the potential to hit for the Razorbacks, whether it be this year or next two years. What about Reese Robinette? What's going to be his role? I think the problem is there's just too many guys in front of him that are really good. You know, when you talk about you have four guys behind the plate, then you got Jack Wagner, Ben McLaughlin, potential at first base. Wagner hit 15 home runs for Tollerton State last year. Stovall's going to be at second. Big Country is Reese's nickname. Could play third as well. Peyton Holt, Jared Sprague, lot. The Peyton Holt hit 392 last year in 74 at bats. He, he's he's the he's a spark plug on that team. He's one of the guys that you look on that potential Dave Van Horn Championship teams and say that guy can get us somewhere. So Peyton Holt's going to be an everyday player. It's just he doesn't have anywhere to play right now. That stick needs to make room somewhere. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you later on this week. That is Kevin Bohannon, Around the Horn, thanks to the Wood family leadership. Coming up next, Trey Biddy. Bringing you the word. A Facebook page titled Central Minnesota Moose on the Loose grabbed attention from far and wide, and not just for the rhyming title. Although if a certain Searcy school had its way, it would probably read Mooses on the Looses. But I digress. This enormous mammal was about 